Welcome to the Faith Cup Podcast. We are glad you are here today. May God bless you in order for you to be a blessing to those around you. Uh, my name is Kurt. I am one of the pastors here. I want to add my welcome to those of you who are with us here this morning, those joining us online as well. It is always good to be together with God's people. Uh, we're going to be starting our Advent series this morning that we're calling Good News, Great Joy for All People. How many would love to experience some great joy <laughs> this Christmas? Amen? Aren't we in need of some great joy? Of course, these words come from the message that the angel of the Lord gave to the shepherds, right, who are watching their flocks in the fields at night. In Luke 2, verse 8, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. We find ourselves in a Christmas season again, I would suggest, where we are all in need of some good news and some great joy. In the midst of the challenges that we're facing, we need the Lord to cause that joy to rise up within us. In a world that is increasingly polarized and divided and at war, we need the Prince of Peace to rise in our hearts again this season and in a fresh way this Christmas. The four Sundays leading up to Christmas mark the season of Advent, which is a season of waiting. It's a season of watching. It's a season of preparation and anticipation. And so maybe some questions that might kick off the Advent season for us today as we uh, go through this brief introduction to our new series are, are some questions. What are you waiting for this Christmas? What are you hoping for or, or longing for in this Christmas season ahead? What perhaps preparation are you willing to do within your own heart to anticipate the arrival of the King of Glory into your life again this season. Because Advent is a season in which we're invited to remember the true gifts that God has given us through His Son, Jesus. A time when we remember and celebrate that in Jesus, God's gifts of hope and peace and joy and love are things that are available to us, not only today, but every day. And in the same way we see in the Christmas story, the fulfillment of God's long-awaited promise of a Savior, the Messiah, who would come to rescue God's people and would overcome the power of evil and darkness and bring victory to all those who would put their trust in Him, we also see and are reminded today that we continue to live in this season of waiting. This in-between time where darkness still holds sway, where we, like the shepherds, are tending our own flocks in the darkness of night. And we need to have hope and peace and joy and love in the midst of the darkness of our own lives because we are watching and we're preparing and we're waiting for Jesus to come again. 
As we recently learned more about in our series on emotionally healthy discipleship, we know that there will continue to be pain and suffering and difficulty in this world. But as we become more emotionally and spiritually mature, we also come to realize that God is with us. He is Emmanuel. He came and made his dwelling among us. And in and through these dark and difficult times that we continue to go through, he has gifts that he wants to bring us, that he wants us to open like a package at Christmas that he he shares with us because he loves us and he cares about us like no one else can. The Bible never shies away from the fact that life is hard and that darkness exists and that there is a real enemy who would love nothing more than to devour God's people. But the Bible also teaches us that it's important that we also remember that God is not silent and that God is not absent and that God has a plan and that God continues to be at work. And that if we put our trust in him and we, we believe that his plan is good and that, and that he has our best interests at heart, that, that he is faithful and he is just and he will not abandon us to the darkness of this world, but rather he will bring his light into the darkness of our lives. Because he is the God who has demonstrated he has the power to overcome death who works in and through all things. He's a trash-to-treasure God who can take even the, the things that people mean for evil and he can turn them for our good. Amen? And so in the season of Advent, at Christmas time, we're invited to once again remember that even in the darkest times within our own lives, we are invited to enter a, a, a time of anticipation, a time of hope, for God's promise to be revealed for us again, for the light of his love to shine into our lives and into our hearts in maybe a new way this season to remember and to trust that these momentary sufferings that we endure in this world are nothing compared to the eternal glory that he has promised we will share with him in heaven. This is the perspective I want to suggest that we see expressed in Psalm 30, one that acknowledges both the painful realities of life in this world and the challenges that we face, even in our relationship with God. And yet it is a perspective that also celebrates the goodness of God's unfailing love and his eternal promises to those who put their trust in him. Listen to the words of Psalm 30, verses 1 through 5. Where King David says, I will exalt you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cry out to you for help and you healed me. You, O Lord, brought my soul up from the grave. You spared my life from going down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, you his faithful people, and give thanks to his holy name, for his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And then jumping to verse 11, he says, you have turned my mourning into dancing. You have removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy so that my soul may praise you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. As the angel told the shepherds 
in that dark field on that very first Christmas Eve. The message of Christmas is a message of good news in a world of bad news. It's a message of joy that comes in the midst of our human sorrow. It's a message that that is for all people and yet comes to each one of us personally, gift-wrapped as a gift for you from the Father in heaven who made you and who loves you and who cares about you in ways that you can't even imagine. And as David reminds us here in Psalm 30, though our weeping may last for a night, we can know and we can celebrate that, it, that joy comes in the morning. Just as the, the darkness of night is chased away by the rising sun, so too, the Bible says, does the light of God's love that is revealed in Jesus chase away the darkness of the night that resides in each one of our hearts and in our souls. Even if we don't feel it. We're invited to believe it. Even if we find ourselves currently in the midst of our own dark night of the soul, we're invited to enter into this season with anticipation and hope that that God is the God of resurrection and so he can do a new work in you and in me no matter what season of life it is. Because of who Jesus is and because of what Jesus has accomplished, that hope is available for us each and every day and in every season of life. In the same way that Jesus came in the fulfillment of God's promise to his people, Jesus promised his disciples that he would come again and bring to completion God's plan for salvation for the whole world that he had planned before time even began. And the Bible tells us that Jesus is both the sign and the reminder that just as we can be assured that after the darkness of night, the sun will rise again so you can believe and you can know that God's healing and God's salvation is assured for you and for me. And he is continually working to bring you back to himself and to lead you into his kingdom. Though we continue to live in the darkness of this world, the sun is rising and the dawn is not too far away. This is the testimony we see the risen Christ give to the churches in Revelation 22, verse 16, where he says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. You see, just as Jesus was descended from the line of King David, which was prophesied by God's word, signaling that he is the Messiah that God had promised, so too, he says, he is the bright morning star that would signal the end of night and the coming of dawn. Now, I don't know if you guys know what the morning star is. I had to do a little research because I had actually never thought about that before. I've seen this passage and I thought about the morning star, but the morning star most commonly is attributed to the planet Venus, which rises in the eastern horizon shortly before the dawn of the new day. It's the brightest body in the heavenlies other than the sun and the moon, and and, and it's the star that comes up that is the first star of the day and it signals the coming of the sun. 
So just before dawn, just before the sun rises first, there is the rising of the the morning star that's a signal that a new day is about to emerge. The morning star is the the sign of hope. It's the sign that that God's light is shining into the darkness of this world and, and that a new light has dawned because the morning star has risen. And because the morning star has risen, we know that the new day is approaching, that a new day is coming, and therefore we can have hope even as we wait with anticipation for that new day to dawn in our own lives. And this hope is not only for a future someday that we know will come at the end of time. It's a hope that brings peace and joy and love to our lives now, today. Even as we wait for the final fulfillment that God's plan will bring to the whole world, the Advent season reminds us that that even now we can begin to prepare and anticipate the arrival of God's blessings and gifts to us who believe. That as we anticipate the birth of Jesus again this Christmas, we're invited to put our hope in him again in new ways to see in him the sign of hope rising at Faith Covenant Church in 2022, post-COVID-19, when we don't know what the future holds and, and we don't know that we have the motivation and the energy to keep going and we're wondering what God is doing. Hope is rising because the morning star has risen, amen? in spite of the losses that we felt, in spite of those that have gone before, in spite of everything that we struggle to know and understand, and even the conflict within our own church family and in our country, hope is rising because the morning star has risen. Amen? The fulfillment of God's promise in Jesus that we celebrate each Christmas reminds us that No one but God himself could have predicted the manner in which God's promise would be fulfilled. But the fact that God's word did predict not only the coming of Jesus and the manner in which God's promise would be fulfilled should lead us back to Jesus. To hear along with those shepherds in the middle of the darkness of their own lives a message of good news. And great joy, that isn't just for us, but it's for all people. The Apostle Peter said it this way in 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 16. He said, For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory saying, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, or some translations say as fully confirmed, right? God's prophecies had, had told us the, how the Messiah would come and what it, he would look like and what he would accomplish. And so, so these f- prophecies are fully confirmed in him, and you will do well to pay attention to it, he says, as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns, and what? 
till the morning star rises in our hearts. Till the morning star rises in our hearts. What are you waiting for this Christmas? What are you hoping for or longing for in this season of Advent, this season of anticipation for the new thing that God is wanting to do in your life and in my life and in our church and in our nation and in the world? What work of preparation are you willing to do within your own heart to prepare for the King of glory to come in? I want to suggest for you today and in the season ahead that no matter where you are today, no matter how dark the night may seem this Christmas, God is inviting you to put your trust in Him in new ways again. To see in Jesus a bright morning star that is signaling the coming of a new day for you and for me and for our church. A sign that signals that the night is ending and the sun is rising and soon the light of God's love will shine into our lives in ways that maybe we couldn't have anticipated, maybe ways that we didn't expect, but because we are willing to turn our hearts and our eyes to Jesus, the morning star, we're ready and prepared to recognize it when it comes. In faith and in hope this Christmas, my hope and my prayer for you and for me and for all of us is that we may say, along with King David, you have turned my mourning into dancing. You have removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Would you pray with me? God, we do thank you that you continue to shine your light into the darkness of our lives and the darkness of this world. We ask that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear how Jesus is again the bright morning star that rises, signaling the coming of the new thing that you want to do in each one of us. God, give us courage and strength to do the work of preparing our hearts to be able to recognize that new thing when it comes and to, to, to thank you and to praise you and to appreciate the amazing gifts that you give us each Christmas in the coming of your Son, the hope, the peace, and the joy, and the love that we can receive in no other way than to receive it as a free gift from you because you love us. God, may you be honored and glorified in this Advent season, in this Christmas, as we hear and we respond in obedience to be your people who are sent out into the darkness of this world to be light in the darkness and to share your love with those to whom you would call us to serve. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Faith Cove podcast. Our music was written, performed, and produced by Adam Johnson. For more information about our church community, visit faithcovesumner.com. Until next time!